1: Felice Skirwitz is prepared to inspire you and equip you on your journey towards deepening your relationship with God. Listen, hear, and follow the Lord's will in your life, and you will be blessed.
0: Hey friends and welcome. My name is Felice Skirwitz, and today I am going to share with you Miracles of Faith. You can find today's show notes at a few minutes with God podcast.com. Look for episode 227. Well, what happens when you are recording multiple podcasts and you save the current issue over another one? Well, that happened to me lately, and I always feel like the podcasts that I have to re record are the ones that. Um, are a little bit more difficult for me to share, but also the ones that I pray will have the greatest impact. So I am going to praise God that this uh, first uh, draft of this audio uh, was deleted accidentally by being written over. And I am going to pray that it touches your heart in a miraculous way. I also want to thank today's sponsor, and that is Media Angels. You can find more information at MediaAngels.com and check out the books, The Truth Seekers Mystery Series, as well as A Few Minutes with God. Um, I really believe that book should be read by all uh, teens, actually, and it's really a good book that shares the point I was making in the book was about listening to God's word. So even if you're an adult and want to pick up the book, it's available in digital copy as well as in print, and you can order it from the Media Angels website, or you can order it from Amazon as well. What are miracles of faith? You know, there are various scriptures that talk about having, um, you know, the faith in God and also in having the ability to heal because Jesus did that. Not only did he heal the physical body, but more importantly, he healed the spiritual, the soul. He asked people to sin no more, and then he healed them. And there are so many things I would love to share with you about this. But I think one of the takeaways that I would like you uh, to have is that Our faith is so important that if the only miracle that you ever see in your life is an increase in faith, I would consider that one of the biggest miracles. In my life, I've been blessed to see actually witness many miracles, and it could take hours of recounting story after story of healing or answered prayer and events that would straighten your faith. And mine has definitely been straightened. In fact, I was part of a prayer ministry, and um, at times it seemed like everyone we prayed for was healed of something, whether it was, uh, you know, something they um, were struggling with, or it was actually a physical healing. And I was so on fire for the Lord, I wanted to go out and start, you know, bringing people in from the streets, so to speak, and pray for them for healing, because I felt you know, so inspired and so filled with the love of God. And that was really for a season, um, you know, as all things, you know, our lives get busy and I couldn't go to this prayer group as much as I wanted to. Um, I had more children at that point in time and, you know, having little babies, you really can't uh, do something like that because there's po- there's times of quiet and prayer. And I'm really praying now that there is a prayer ministry that I can attend locally, there's lots of of prayer groups, but they're all uh, different. and so um you know that's an important aspect, and I also believe, and I was talking to a pastor about this, that there are seasons in your life where things happen. You know, right now, I don't need to see a miracle to have a greater uh, faith in God because I feel like I'm past that point. So if you are in need, then I think the Lord provides those situations for us. Of course, they're promptings of the Holy Spirit, and we still need to say yes. And when we discuss miracles of faith, it can mean different things, once again, to different people. I say that a lot, don't I? The miracle of having faith, it can be more extreme and more necessary than anything else in our lives, as I shared earlier. If there's a healing that is spiritual, such as a deepening of faith, or even um, being delivered from some sort of addiction, that is, you know, something that um, is just really a gift of God. And also, uh, the miraculous occurrence of when people accept the Lord. You know, it's we call it a proclamation of faith or you might think of it as, you know, accepting Jesus as your personal savior. That is mir- miraculous and that is on par as any sense of healing because when we accept the Lord into our hearts, we are opening ourselves for miraculous intervention, you know, just being able to have that relationship with the Lord. I also, uh, you know, consider that miracles of faith happen when we least expect them. And when we're open to see them in our daily lives, having a prayer journal that I've talked about before and a praise journal, which is even better because you praise God first. And it's not just a petition of, Lord, I need this, this, and this, but it's thanking God for all of the things and all of the blessings in our lives. And it helps us to see not only with our own eyes, Um, but with our heart and give credit where credit is due. When I consider the miracle of faith, um, I really don't have one exact point where I feel like I came to the Lord because it happened when I was a child, and these were seeds that were planted by my parents. And then it floundered at different times, and then it grew deeper, and then it was tested by fire. And it could have withered and died, but instead it became stronger because I also um love this prayer of St Peter where he said you know lord to whom would would i go you know who has everlasting life but you of course I'm paraphrasing there and i read peter 660 through 69 and it comes on the heels of what is considered the discourse that jesus gave when he told the 12 they must eat his flesh and drink his blood and you know this is john 57 through 58 And really read John six, you know, a lot of times that scripture is called the Catholic scripture because of our belief in the Eucharist. But, you know, Jesus was being very specific here. And that's why another in other places we call him the bread of life and bread is so symbolic. It really is. But in this case, you know, we take it literally. And when many disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is too difficult, who can accept it? And there are people who think that today. But Jesus being aware that as the disciples were complaining about it, said to them, and this is verse sixty two through sixty five. So Jesus said, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is a spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words I have spoken to you are spirit and life, but among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe, and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. And then this is verse 66 through 67. Because of this many of the disciples turned back and no longer went to him. So Jesus asked the 12, do you also wish to go away? And then this is that scripture I love. Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. Wow, can you say amen? He is the Holy One of God. He will give us that faith to believe. Again, miraculous can we truly say to the Lord Lord to whom can we go you have the words of eternal life that is what we need to say and we need to pray that and if it's true you will be able to say those words and you will definitely see miracles in your life and you will attribute those miracles to the grace of God we should not doubt in our minds that God is who he says he is but What about when prayer does not appear to be answered? And notice I said prayer is not answered. I didn't say that, did I? I said, what about when prayer does not appear to be answered? We are told we should be confident in our faith and pray. But when it seems to have no effect, then what? If you read all of Luke 18, you'll get a good feel for that. But in the parable of the just judge, Jesus took us to task, and I say us because the scriptures are for each one of us, not just the people of that time. It has to do with me and you. Luke eighteen one through 8 states, Then Jesus told them a parable about their need to pray always and not to lose heart. He said, In a certain city there was a judge who neither feared God nor had respect for people. In that city there was a widow who kept coming to him and saying, Grant me justice against my opponent. For a while he refused, but later he said to himself, Though I have no fear of God and no respect for anyone, yet because this widow keeps bothering me, I will grant her justice so that she may not wear me out by continually coming. And the Lord said, Listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God grant justice to his chosen ones who cry to him day and night? Will he delay long in helping them? I tell you, he will quickly grant justice to them. And yet, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Wow, if the judge would grant mercy, how much more will God? God cares about our suffering, but God wants us to persist in prayer. Does this mean he wants us to work for it? Not at all. It means the more we pray, the more our hearts will change and our desires will become more closely aligned to his over time. He may lead us to pray in a different way or to see that his ways are the best. I did a podcast sometimes back about prayer, and one of the ways the Lord answers is yes, no, or not right now. Sometimes the healing we crave is deeper It's way down in the layers that need to be healed or peeled back. People, you know, talk about faith as an onion and they talk about, you know, layers that have to be removed. Before we can receive that healing or that answer to prayer, before any of that happens, you know, we have to just acknowledge that God knows what's best. It's the big picture we don't see. A better way to understand this as is... Thinking about a child, we know how kids can ask for things or demand things that are not good for them. You know, the most obvious is being with friends who are going to steer them in the wrong direction. Our children may consider us cruel or unjust for keeping them apart. Yet after time, or maybe even years later, they may see the benefit of the punishment and thank you. The same for our Lord. What looks like the most wonderful thing can be wrong for our eternal soul. And that's something that we don't consider. The most important thing is our eternal soul. We know people who have accepted the Lord as their personal savior and then, you know, do horrible things. And so we have to realize and look to the Lord and ask the Lord to change our hearts. One profession of faith does not ensure that we are going to be, you know, perfect or always do what's right but we also can't turn our back to the principles of godly living. We know we can ask the Father, yet the Lord teaches us in John 5:19 through 24. Jesus said to them, "Very truly I tell you, the Son can do nothing on his own, but only what he sees the Father doing. For whatever the Father does, the Son does likewise. The Father loves the Son, and shows him all that he himself is doing. He will show him greater works than these, so that you will be astonished. Indeed, just as the Father raises the dead and gives them life, so also the Son gives life to whomever he chooses or he wishes. The Father judges no one, but has given all judgment to the Son, so that all may honor the Son just as they honor the Father, Anyone who does not honor the son does not honor the father who sent him. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come under judgment, but has passed from death to life. Again, it's conditional that we believe in God. And if we really believe in the Lord and we love him with all our hearts, we are going to naturally have that moral obligation to live lives that are good and holy. Miracles happen, I believe, to increase our faith. I prayed once as I heard a tornado very close to my home, and thankfully they're rare in my area. And as I did, I received a sense of peace, and it passed my home without any damage. And unfortunately, it did damage people up and down my street. And recently I shared how we were impacted by Hurricane Ian. And every time we prayed through that seemingly unending storm, individually and as a group, I felt a sense of peace. And we did share in the destruction in our home and surrounding property, but we are all safe. And compared to some of the others, we basically have no, you know, nothing that I'm complaining about. If I had to select one miracle in my life that really astounded me to the healing of God, it would be a young man we prayed for that was struggling in his life. I didn't even know his life situation, and later he shared some things with us. But he had left a life of sin and was making an effort to include young adults to minister to the homeless, and he was a Christian at this point. Uh, so they would buy food and distribute it and send uh, share gospel messages. And there was a place in town... That was near um, the river and they would go and just go buy McDonald hamburgers and then you know as a group kind of pull their money and he had more money because he was a little bit older and had a really good job and so they would pull their money get burgers and then just take them to the homeless and he was a friend of my daughter's and she was always so encouraged and so excited when she would get home from doing this ministry And she met this young man um, through mutual friends of hers from college because he had already graduated. And and as a parent, I was rejoicing because one of my prayers was, please, Lord, let her find good Christian friends. And this prayer was answered with a great community of Christian believers. And she even went to their young adult group a few times. But while they were at my home, we were sharing um, some some things that they wanted to hear about the Christian faith and also about creation versus evolution. And so as we were you know teaching, I noticed he was looking really uncomfortable. and um, he asked me if I had some over-the-counter pain meds. And I said, "Sure, you know, I'll get you something." And so I gave him something, but then as I leaned over, I kind of whispered in his ear, you know, is it okay if we pray for you later? And I had already asked my husband if he would pray pray with me. And he said, you know, yes, he would. And so he um, agreed. And after everyone left, you know, we went into the other room and we prayed. And he, you know, basically told us that he had some torn ligaments in his shoulder and was waiting to have surgery, but had had some, you know, I think it was cortisone shots. And it really hadn't been that painful until he had come to the house. So we ended up, you know, just laying hands on him and just praying and working him through things as the Lord gave us some, you know, thoughts, we shared it with him, and he either, you know, confirmed it or didn't, you know, so long ago, it's hard for me to remember. But, um, you know, as we were praying with him, you know, he was very thankful. And, um, and so he left our home. Well, Later that week, he called and he asked if he could, you know, come over. And when he did, um, you know, he came and he shared a miracle that happened. Apparently, he, um, you know, as I said, had these torn ligaments. And he said when he left our home after we had prayed, he said the pain was so excruciating that he ended up asking a friend, to take him to the hospital. Of course, we're in shock and say no, no, or, you know, we prayed for you and the pain just got worse. But he quickly explained that while in the hospital, you know, they just gave him a warm blanket and said, you know, we can't do anything for you. And you need to make an appointment to see your doctor on Monday, which he did. And so, um, you know, he went to go see his primary care and um, or his physician and, And so they were really puzzled because they thought that the shot that they had given him, you know, for pain would have lasted longer. And so they said, you know, we better take some x-rays. And so they did. And it showed that the ligament in his shoulder had regrown. And that was why he was in such pain. His shoulders had miraculously healed and we began praising and thanking God. Nothing like that has ever happened in, in our lives and since. Okay. But it was like, you know, when, when a miracle happens, yes, it's for us to increase our faith. We just interceded the Lord in his, you know, wisdom granted this miracle. However, it was for this young man and it was for, you know, him and his faith. And, and, you know, in his witness to others about what God had done for him. And I have to share with you one of the things that was really striking was that I was really hesitant to pray for him. And I was afraid that he might reject my offer. Have you ever done that? Have you ever wanted to pray for someone but afraid they were going to say no? And I was so happy I listened to the prompting of the Holy Spirit And I share this story with you in particular, because it's not us. We don't need to worry about it. You know, we can pray for someone or pray, you know, for each other. And the Lord may or may not, you know, heal or something miraculous might happen or it may not. But all we have to do is be obedient and say yes to the Lord. And this week, the challenge is to see ways you can be used by God to pray for others and to document the miracles of faith that you see in your own life and others. And one other thing, friends, I challenge you, if there's been anything wonderful that's happened or miraculous in your life, go to A Few Minutes With God podcast. Look for episode 227, Miracles of Faith, and please share those miracles with us. You can actually leave a comment on the page where the podcast is. I know many of you listen on you know, your favorite podcast app. But I would really encourage you also to share this episode with a friend. There may be somebody out there who needs to hear this. Obviously, you know, this, as I shared earlier, this recording was erased accidentally. Um, But, you know, we need to just put things in God's hands and do the best we can to share his word with others. Take care and God bless.
1: Thanks for listening to the podcast, A Few Minutes with God. Please visit Fleece on our website, afewminuteswithgod.com and your podcast page on a afewminuteswithgodpodcast.com. There you will find the show notes for today's episode. This podcast is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.